I got things to say. I didn't hate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hate it. You know. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> uh, given the uh, overall quality of the 2021 Beast Wars comic book, at this point, that's kind of all I'm hoping for. I didn't hate it. Too much energy. Too much energon, like this podcast. <laughs> the beasts are here, McLeod, for the gathering. Freedom is the right of all sentient beings, Megatron. Something better stay out of my way. Blah, 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. Big time Gary himself. Man, these things look like toys. Maximal! Maximal! Does that mean transform? Gidor, what have you done? I am transformed. Sigma <laughs> balls, Gary! Predacons, and whatever faction you may identify as. Welcome to episode 122 of Too Much Energon, the podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars, coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain somewhere hidden on planet Energon. I am the Siege, one of your hosts. And coming to you uh, pre-recorded from one of Tarantulas's many secret bases that he somehow had the time to create. I'm your other host, NeoCow. Well, you see, there's not a lot to do on Planet Energon. I imagine there's a lot of downtime in between the episodes. And yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, this whole episode's about like, like trimming like bean plants away from the Axelon. So yeah, yeah. This uh, this issue actually conflates a few uh, uh, plot some plot elements from a few uh, different episodes of Beast Wars. You don't say. Yeah, I do say, but. <laughs> You know what else I, I say? Uh, what what what's going on, Cal? What's what's new? What's new with you? I say, hey, what's, what's going, going on? on? <laughs> and, and I'll I say, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's something I haven't seen in a million billions years. You know, I actually like that song, like unironically. Yeah, I I unironically like it too. I it's think all- the OG is like is it called Four Non Blondes. Four Non Blondes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I unironically like it. The vocalist was uh, in a relationship for a long time with the chick who played Darlene on Roseanne. Oh, yeah. Wild. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh, interesting. Small world. Interesting. You know what's uh, a small world? Planet Energon. Planet Energon is a small world. Yeah. And you just uh, get bored. You can just take a walk. Go yeah. visit. Go for the, a walk. Uh, the dark side. Go for a walk on the wild side, if you will. That's a good example of what happens in this issue. The, the wild side. That's, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. For To update the listeners on something, though, I'm moving soon. That's right. Yeah, we talked about this in our uh, Patreon stuff, but uh, to make the information publicly available as well, I'm going to share the tale again. Mother so, of God. Uh, so uh, last summer, I went to view this place. It was a really nice basement suite. It was a one-bedroom plus den. Included apply- all the appliances, washer, dryer, in-suite washer and dryer. I The lady who owns the house, I, me and her hit it off really well. She was super nice. Chatted with her for like an hour. 
But uh, after a few days, she decided to go with someone else and had said to me, she's like, it was uh, it took it took me a while to decide. And uh, you, you were a very close second. He got the seven, the the silver medal. Yeah. Yeah. And so I moved into uh, where where I am now. This was uh, when I was in the midst of escaping from the Predacon base last summer. Yeah. Yeah. I.e. my my uncle's place in uh, in a very small nothing town mm -hmm. but uh so uh, because the the place that i'm living in now where which i share with a bunch of roommates um uh we're, we're all gonna have to move out eventually be because reasons that i'm not gonna go into but uh so i'd been kind of keeping my eye out for places that were available and uh last week i saw that this place was available again and i'm like oh shit same place same place. Yeah, I looked at the ad and I'm like, wait a minute, this is this is that place that I went to. So I reached out to uh, the woman who owns the house and I was like, hey, would you be this is me? If you remember me, would you be willing to give me another shot? And she was like, absolutely. Like, can you come by and see the place tomorrow? And so I did. And she offered it to me on the spot and I took it. And nice. I, I'm not going to go into what the rent rent is, but uh, it's Cal is aware of what it is, and uh, he can attest that it is an extremely reasonable rent in the the marketplace right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's that's something. Yeah, that's I'm, a lucky break. It feels like, especially so going Han Solo. Yeah, this will be the first time I'm living alone uh, in my adult life since uh, 2006. 2006. I, Blockbuster uh, years. Uh, no, uh, not quite. No, that was before. I was working a movie gallery at the time. Right, movie gallery days. Yeah, the movie gallery days. I actually I lived alone for when I first moved out of home slash got kicked out. Uh, I lived alone and actually lived alone for a good couple of years. And then I lived with family for a few months and then I lived with a roommate and then I lived alone again. Because back then, this was like the early to mid 2000s. Back then, it was actually kind of affordable for a single person to live in like a small place by themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited about that. It's uh, it's got a bedroom, living room, bedroom, bathroom, and it has a den, which is if people aren't aware what a den is, it's basically a bedroom without a window. Basically, Batman's Batman's uh, bat cave. Yeah. So that's uh, that <laughs> that that den is going to become the new Lasercomb HQ very soon. Wow, a dedicated Lasercomb HQ. Yeah, also I'm, be like a place where you can like have just a room that you can like decorate and doesn't share application with anything else. Like it can be your computer room and you can have like your displays out. Yeah, I'll your probably space is going to be great. It is going to be great. I'm really excited. I'll probably the the laser comb HQ room will probably have some of my transformers and the living room will have the rest. Yeah. I just haven't decided which ones do I want the beast formers? In Lasercomb mm. HQ, or do I want all the the G one like War for Cybertron Transformers in Lasercomb HQ, and have mm. the be the Beast Formers like out in the living room in open view? It's a it's a tough choice, and I haven't haven't decided yet. But I'm moving these, in three I'm moving in three weeks. So, <laughs> folks, these are the um these are the tough choices you gotta start making in your thirties. Not not yeah. just your thirties, your late thirties. Your late thirties. It it's really difficult when you need to choose like which of your transformers 
figures will go in the living room versus your den. Um, I just hope that like none of you and this has to go through. Go through that yourself. And uh yeah, give your give your best wishes to, to Christopher. <laughs> oh. I'm at, another thing I'm actually thinking of doing for the first time too is hiring a moving company. I, like hi- I'm hiring almost, movers. So to to not not to move the convo like away from that, but uh Siege knows this, but um I've helped two people move in like three days. And yeah. I'm like, man, I'm an adult. Uh, <laughs> like, what are we doing? What do you <laughs> right? And what uh, are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> and, uh, that, Elliot, that feels... Elliot, Elliot from Internet Today always says, "When oh shit, like, yeah. he, he always says, what are you doing? What are you doing?'" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, that sounds so like distantly familiar, and it's like, what are we doing? And which listeners, uh, check out Ricky and Elliot, Internet Today. Check something out that we channel. both actually like. Yeah, I've been watching yeah. them since they were with Machinima back in like 2014. That's they're, when I first. They're they're like around, I think they're they're both like, I think they might be 39, 40-ish, so they're like a couple of years older than us, but. They're, yeah, they're, they're just, they're, but they're basically our age because they've had their, their uh, both legs in the entertainment industry uh, yeah. long ago. Yeah, they're they're, they're really, li- really cool. basically like like to the ten times more successful versions of us. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's really funny too because when they, whenever they do um uh whenever they do anything relating to like England or like the monarchy or anything, they do like the same like like we did when we reviewed uh what was it hammer house of horror on the laser comb podcast yeah. when we were doing our like really like dipshit like british accents like just doing I, going on bits like they do stuff like that too so if you like I, us I know if you listeners if you like us check out internet today I'm imagine us you'll like with them. an editor and a producer yeah and money and and, <laughs> and writers yeah uh but yeah, they're they're good. They're they're good people. They're one of the few people I followed in the exodus of Machinima. Yeah, same. breaking apart. I wasn't fucking following. Uh, uh, what were their names? Uh, Stephen Larson. I knew. And as soon as you said, I'm certainly not fucking following, and I'm like, I I know I know who you're talking about, and I hate I hate them. Yeah, Stephen like- Larson. Two like guys, two like Gen Xers who were like weirdly like trying to appeal to like how do you do, fellow kids? Try, but to, like, like just by hating on everything, yeah, just like the crude humor. At, eh. Yeah, wasn't my wasn't my thing. Anyway, you were saying uh, uh, oh, you were helping people moving. move, and you're just like, what am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> uh, and it was just like awkward too because, like. It was a breakup move. Uh, going there and like taking some of the stuff and the other partner being like, oh, hey, how's it going? And like wasn't like really like mutual. Yeah. Like right, one person didn't want it, the other did, or that was my like that was my feelings like on the matter. And so like one of them was like chipper and is like, oh man, I love this new place. And the other one was like like standing on the side, like rain cloud above them listening to the uh the crow soundtrack uh 
in my head that's what i i pictured but no they were they're really Sad cool and they helped us as their their partner like finally like drives away with the moving truck you just get sad affleck hello darkness <laughs> my old friend <laughs> uh but they ended up uh helping move us at, with the with the move and um this is sounding like my breakup move and uh probably better and less awkward <laughs> what uh it, no about the my breakup move hard to describe that bad. Wasn't it that wasn't bad. that bad yeah no um but um if it wasn't for the uh the, the partner helping us move um they're very big and they're very strong they're like two of me <laughs> right. um if they weren't there i would have been there we would have been there till like midnight <laughs> wow and it was like man they they thank god their their ex agreed to like help because it would have been quite a chore and they because they don't want to see their new place they don't want to see their ex's like new place yeah but, but, right so originally they weren't going to like i don't know if I don't know if I could help with the move, but I remember overhearing and being like, oh, are you going to give us a hand? Like unloading too, not just loading. And they were like, uh, yeah, sure. And it was an old like heritage home. That's like two stories and something about hundred year old houses. The steps are really tall, like, like yeah. higher than, than modern houses, but the holes are really Thin. man i i think i i sweat off like five percent of my body fat like <laughs> man that was that was something else but like i didn't hurt myself it, it went fairly quickly it wasn't that bad like it, it was a, a cool day lots of shade like in and out didn't burn myself or anything like that but i just remember being like man I would pay somebody to do this instead of me <laughs> doing it. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is like I was thinking about it, and it's like to rent a U-Haul truck's probably and between like the the fees and like the mileage and the gas and everything's probably going to be like a hundred hundred and fifty dollars because I am just moving ish within town. I'm not uh, moving that's, long distance. Like, that's the, a big the difference. Last yeah. Times. But still, it's like, and not only that, I'm going to have to find someone to drive the truck because I don't have my driver's license. And I'm going to have to find someone to help me move. It's like, or I could just spend, when I was looking at rates, it, uh, and I got quoted, it would probably be like 250 or $300 to just hire a moving company to like move my shit for like... When it's in town, it's not yeah. that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're going rates around here are about $90 an hour. And like, I have like, like, you've seen my stuff. I have like one, like 10 foot truck full of stuff. Yeah. But like, that that's the amount of stuff I have. I don't have a ton of things. So like, it, it would cost me like $250, $300 to just like, have all of that taken care of for me. And also, I don't have to do anything. And I've, as I mentioned, I've moved three fucking times in the past year. I don't know if I mentioned that in the preamble. A lot of it, stuff the, is probably still. I don't know if boxed. I mentioned that on Patreon or on this show, but I've moved three times in the past year. I'm done. I'm I'm so done. This will be my fourth move in uh, in twelve months because I I left Victoria at the end of last May. Oh, right, to Victoria to uncles, uncles to there. 
Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a lot of moving. It's a lot of moving. So this <laughs> time I'm just like, you know what? I, I think it'll just make everything easier on everyone if I just pay a moving company, which I've never done before. So this will be this will be new and exciting. Paying moving company, living on your own. Yeah. No bullshit haircut anymore. No bullshit haircut. New Ooh. job that I actually really like. And it's they like 10 minutes from yeah, your though, new that, place. That's another thing is um, co- coincidentally, this place that I uh that I went to see last summer and then just actually like got rented to I'm going to be renting now, now finally, like several months, like nine months later or something like that. Uh, coincidentally, this place is like a 10 minute walk from my new workplace. So, Oh, 10 minute walk and like walk. a 10 minute bus or an, Oh, wow. No, no, That's not, not even, even enough to get exercise. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I mean, it's through a shit part of town, but I, 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 the, the place I'm moving into is at the nicer part of the shit part of town, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. so bad that you need to worry about like finding someone like passed out with a needle sticking out of their arm at your entrance, but, but, but bad enough a few that stone it... tosses away from that area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, everything's, uh, coming up siege house. Yeah, good. And like you said, when you like balance the time, the effort, and then the money, it ends up being like hundo fifty for like the truck. Just Gotta the truck refill itself. it with gas. Yeah. And and then there's like the gas or whatever. And then there's like the time and getting people to like help or or whatever. And it's like, or you spend like twice as much and and get all of that taken care of. And then I don't have to lift anything. <laughs> and, and then you don't have to lift anything. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about running out of gas on my way uh way there. Yeah. But I will be fixing my car soon. Stay tuned. Oh, I, oh I, don't worry. I wasn't going to ask you to help me move <laughs> this time. I was like, oh, man. But it's in town. You you could do that, right? <laughs> you yeah. can do that with a wagon. <laughs> just take a few trips. Just like, just like take a bus with like with like two boxes get a day a pass <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey i have a bus pass <laughs> it is possible is such, a, is such a thing even possible <laughs> yes it is oh, that but would be wild to show would, up with a couple boxes like they'd see you on the bus trip. like all day yeah it'd probably take like a week honestly if you were doing that like busing there like, was back overlap, and forth all day if there was overlap like you're paying for like half a, like a, a rent here and like a rent there at the same time or half a, uh, ha- the half a month. I mean, yeah, I'd be able to do that. Be a pain in the butt though. My roommates also have a uh, a spare couch in the the downstairs part of the house where I live, and uh, one of my roommates said I could have it. It's not it's no, not a great a couch, couch, but I mean, it's a couch, <laughs> which I didn't have before. So I'm like, hey, cool, yeah, I'll take it. Right? Did we have to turf? That old couch in the one that I had room? in Victoria. Yeah, we 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 had to like pack it outside and then leave it on right. the lawn. And then uh, I don't know some like rubbish removal place. My my ex got a rubbish removal place to come and take it away. Was it uh the the trash guys that our former host went and started his uh his side hustle? Our our former co-host on the now defunct Alphanumeric Reboot podcast. Yeah. 
I think yeah, he's I got know. a side hustle like that he, going on. He does. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't think, I don't think it was, I, I feel like, uh, Krista would have told me. Yeah. If, uh, if it was him, but in hindsight, he's got like seven side hustles. Yeah. Maybe all he does is side hustles. I can't tell. He has a day. No, no. Job. He's got a day job. Yeah. yeah he's I just very to, busy. I used to work with him. Yeah. Entrepreneurial. He, yeah. uh, he's, uh, there's 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 a reason why the guy had car trouble so much. Yeah. Just okay. I'm I'm gonna need to explain that because that's an inside joke. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that doesn't transfer over to well. No. No. Well, there, there's some crossover with our audience, but in case you didn't listen to the Alphanumeric podcast, uh, our recording times would frequently be late because this uh, former co-host of ours would. Uh, uh, almost every week would would be running behind and he would always say his number one excuse was that he had cat uh, car troubles and his number two excuse was that his cat was sick very which, sickly cat and sometimes I, combined and sometimes cat combined and car troubles, which yeah. i'm sympathetic to both but when it's like you're using these excuses literally every week they start to feel like excuses and not actual things so an inside joke between me and cal became uh like whenever we would we're running behind uh for recording we would just like t type uh discord message each other car troubles yeah it and, didn't matter and, what it actually was yeah it's just <laughs> car troubles <laughs> and then when it's really bad car troubles we started like referencing like old car combat <laughs> games like twisted metal and vigilante 8. <laughs> armageddon 64. <laughs> yeah. yeah i think i started san it by francisco saying, rush I, I think I started it by saying one day I was like car troubles. I was like, man, car troubles. It's it's fucking twisted metal over it's here. Twisted metal. <laughs> yeah, vigilante oh. eight. Yeah, and on the subject of twisted metal, this is episode one twenty two <laughs> of Too Much Energon, and this week we are talking about issue fourteen of the twenty twenty one IDW Beast Wars comic book. And uh, what the fuck was the name of this comic? What was it? Going back, going back, going back, back, going back. back. Uh, what was it? Uh, wait. Angry Red Crystals. I, I actually don't see anywhere where it says what the title of the issue is. So you know what? Whatever. It's um, it's Transformers Beast Wars uh, issue fourteen. Red. You mean Kryptonite. they're not? Oh. <laughs> Because that's basically what uh, the plot device oh, in this episode yeah. is. Yeah, it's red, basically even... red kryptonite. Uh, what does red kryptonite do for anyone? Okay, so for <laughs> anyone not familiar with uh, more modern Superman lore, in fact, I think it might have been Smallville that introduced red kryptonite, and then it, it just became a thing in the comics. I feel like that's correct. If not, uh, I, I, I don't care. I'm sorry. You'd know wrong. more than me. <laughs> But uh, red kryptonite is a version of kryptonite that basically makes Superman evil. And uh, the the plot of this comic kind of borrows some. It's kind of reminiscent of the like slasher film episode of Beast Wars: Guerrilla Warfare. But in that episode, the cyber bee that attaches to him just makes him hyper aggressive. This red energon, as I think it's even called in the comic, this red yeah. energon just makes uh, uh, Captain Ron a an asshole. Just makes him makes him an, an like asshole. aggressive, but it doesn't also doesn't like give him like problems where he's like trying to control it. Just he's just a fucking dick. Yeah, he's like 
insulting like his crew and everything and being like that. Personally insulting. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I'm like, Captain okay. Ron. And the it's there uh who is it? It's Waspinator and Scorpionok, uh, who are bonding in the forest, and which I kind of liked. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, it's good to see them like hanging out. And um, they're fighting man bear pigs. They're fighting something that's angry for some reason. Don't, something don't ask super questions. angry. And then Waspinator like shoots a laser from his stinger from beast mode. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, did you, Mr. Okay, Ryder, so... Mr. Ryder man, like where you, you clearly were just like had this on, on to be on in the background while you were in the kitchen cooking. Like we and said last week. the thing. I'm fine with introducing new things when it's like a twist. Like if somebody had him pinned down and his face turned away and they were like, huh, you're not getting me with your eye lasers today, Waspinator. And he was like, oh, it's other lasers you'll have to worry about. And then he shot his stinger his butt, laser. His butt laser. His butt laser. Yeah. Yeah. Then that would be, oh, yeah, I like that. But I don't think it's shown many eye lasers, if any. I, I don't think it's really shown them use weapons in beast mode in this comic. I don't think it has. Which, and to be fair, oh. in the... Japanese, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. And the, it, to be fair, in the Japanese Beast Wars, which uh, a character shows up in, later on in this issue who is from the Japanese Beast Wars, which yeah. I, I thought was kind of cool. I had to Google who he was. And I'm like, oh, he's, he's from Beast Wars Neo. Cool. Yeah. He, uh, I, I, I guess a uh, friend of the show, Eric, did, did do a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of research. Yeah. Not much, but a little bit. Because you know what the this show needed? Um, a pretty interesting, simple plot convoluted by introducing more factions into <laughs> the story when there's only three issues left. Yeah. And an annual. There's an annual. We got to cover that, too. Oh, shit. I, in fact, <laughs> I'm going to look up what the chronology is for, uh, for this, because I want to do these in order. Right. So Beast Wars. Well, while he while he's DW, looking that up, folks. Um, Wiki. Scorpionok and Waspinator hanging out. They're attacking these wild boars. <laughs> that's these a wild boars. boar. No, that's a wild pig. So they're fighting that's thirty a wild boar. <laughs> <laughs> so they're fighting thirty to fifty feral hogs, and like kind of, and um, Waspinator screaming. Waspinator. For some reason. <laughs> Waspinator pulls out his AR fifteen. Yeah. Um, and Scorponok is like, no, you fool. Uh, the more you scream, the the, the hornier they get. <laughs> okay. Uh, the so... more their aggressive instincts kick in. And okay. um okay. okay, so long story uh... short, they look around and the reason these animals were these feral hogs were so angry is this is some red energon hanging out. Yeah. yeah. So real quick, the Beast Wars annual uh, came out after issue 15. So two weeks from now is when we'll be reading the annual. But also the annual is apparently uh, apparently is a compilation of three 10 page stories. And the first one is called Scold's No Good. Very bad day. Is it actually called? Yes. Scold's No Good. Very Very bad bad day. Okay, so it's been a while, uh, folks. Um, I so ooh, I, they, I they dropped the. Go ahead. I I, I feel like that kind of just validates my my the the voice that I've given her. <laughs> I feel like they wrote Nick's 
really fucking good. Like I, I can hear a voice for her. Right. Almost. Scold, yeah. my girl. She wanted to be an artist, damn it. She wanted to be an artist, but instead she is loyal to her abusers. For some reason. I just even but also she's not interesting. I uh I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So what anyway. the fuck happens in this issue? Okay, so um they bring it back and instead of um in the Beast Wars issue, uh yeah. where Gary himself uh goes all like 80s slasher mode on the Predator no, no, base. We're, remember, we're not sullying the, the name of uh of oh, right. our man Gary. So this this guy is Captain Ron. Captain Ron. Um so Captain Optimus Primal. As they uh, call him. Remember Cheat as they call him. Apparently. A lot in this co- issue too. They call him uh, Captain a lot. And I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from? That's that's why I dubbed him Captain Ron. Yeah. Um they bring the red crystal back and Tarantulas is like, "Oh, interesting. This must yada yada yada." Yeah. Make things really really like aggressive to the point where they lose their mind. And yeah. Scorponok and Waspinator were like, were like, well, it didn't affect us. And Tarant, I, I snickered at this. Tarantulas is like, oh, well, I think that says more about you than, it, than anything else. <laughs> and for the yeah. first time in a long time, uh, Tarantulas and Megatron feel like they're written in Tarantulas and Megatron's voice. Yeah, which Scorpinoc is something and, we've had problems with. Scorponok and Waspinator definitely are not in this issue, but Tarantulas and Megatron are. Yeah. I, I'm glad that we both saw that. I'm fine with the buddy cop. I'd rather a whole issue with like buddy cop movie Scorponok and Waspinator. But the, uh, we'll never the, see that. On the, on the first issue, or the first page of the, the issue, the first uh, bit of dialogue we see is, Ah! Which apparently Waspinator screaming. It's Waspinator screaming, but when I first read it, I was expecting it. I thought it was Scorpinox like trademark. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> that has been in, I think, the intro of like almost like every every iteration of the intro of this show for the yeah. past like hundred episodes or so. Yeah. Uh but no, it was Waspinator. Yeah. Um and I was and disappointed. When he gets bit, he gets attacked a little bit by the feral hogs. He can just fly up, but he doesn't. So if he's scared, why doesn't he just like go up? Right. I don't know. But yeah, they kick the feral hog's ass to get the red uh, kryptonite. Um, Tarantulas makes a bomb out of it. Again, this is kind of, you mentioned this, it's kind of convoluting multiple. Again, somebody may have watched this in the background on TV. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is conflating uh, uh, some plot elements from a few different episodes, um, which uh, I do. I, I don't I kind that. of appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, it does mean that I was like, oh, I get it. Like uh, the plant that was stuck on yeah. Dinobots like back. Um, well, and indeed, we cut to uh, 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 Captain Ron and Dinobots in the forest in a scene that's kind of reminiscent of the beginning of the episode guerrilla warfare where uh dinobot is like arguing basically like uh we should be like laying traps not uh putting positioning sensors. like s- new sensors because 
uh, Captain Ron is like, you remember those like uh, long range sensors that Cheetor? Oh, was the like, Cheetor was putting out there. There you go. And so that's again. I've, yeah, I've that's what these are. It. Yeah, they, I've been they, ripping on it, but like they're this episode particularly. It's kind of almost like, like <laughs> these were written to be like actually you pieces of shit. Look, <laughs> I have maybe we did piss him off. <laughs> But we're reviewing these long after they they came out. But I, this episode clearly makes us eat our eat our hats, tip our hats. Maybe not completely eat them yet. Um, maybe just nibble on them a bit. Just nibble on them like a little bit. Yeah, on the the plastic back end, the snap back. Um, because oh God, I wear fitted caps. Oh, you're gonna be more than nibbling, little buddy. Uh, <laughs> um. Oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, because it's the Cheetor like relays that they're putting yeah. out. Um, we got like the guerrilla warfare thing. Yeah. Um, and the, the rage virus, the, the cyber. Uh, but the mechanics are different about it. And I'm okay with that, actually. Yeah, like I like I said earlier, and indeed in the cold open, uh, I I didn't hate this issue. <laughs> basically basically standing ovation from us <laughs> <laughs> which grading this comic on a curve at this point like i'm that's I'm, basically 10 out of 10 <laughs> i'm stoked to actually be like you know what i didn't fucking hate this issue like i did um, the last couple yeah actually like genuinely angry about yeah uh but not this one and while they're doing it uh, the sensors go off immediately and yeah. Captain Ron is like, huh? And he looks over in a tree and not being stealthy, not hiding. Black Arachne and Tarantulas are just sitting there in their beast forms. Yeah. In their beast modes. And they're uh, like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> and they uh, transform and attack. Hi-yah! With karate kicks. Blind and, karate um, kicks. It's very anime looking to me. It's very. And for the first time, the art style bugged me. I've been been like oh, it's oh. Not so bad and uh yeah yeah are you, are you, are you, you ladies and gentlemen uh, you are you are hearing this you are hearing I've... this <laughs> Cal, Cal finally is bothered by this god awful art I, style I don't know what it was but it, whatever they were going for it was the shapes and the silhouettes and normally I really dig that sleek Gundam single um like a single layer of shading kind of look. It reminds me of early 2000s Western animation. Uh, uh, but it, there was so many like in your background here for video listeners. Um, it's got like those Photoshopped like, like striation like lines. There's too many of those in every shot. And it, right. I don't know, it was just, it, I don't know, for the first time it kind of kind of bugged me. And well, uh, but anyways, well, I, I'm glad is, you finally joined the the, the side of good. The side of good. <laughs> um, but anyways, what happens is they're like you can't purely by default because the the side of bad is this art style. <laughs> oh, default. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Dinobots like fight me with honor, Tarantulas. Stand still, and he's like, stand still. I think not. And get in the way of you, those powerful, manly, glistening jaws, Dinobot. I think not. Um, 
I just combined their voices there. Weird. Yeah. I think not. Tarantulas um, is weirdly acrobatic in this issue. I don't remember him being acrobatic. He's not Black particularly. Arachne. Black Arachnia was acrobatic. Oh, hell yeah. So I feel like that his thing is like observing from a distance and using like little robots and things. And so yeah. anyways, he's Which very indeed, acrobatic. If you, you look at uh, on page, I don't know, whatever, whatever page. Uh, if you look, oh, page nine. Uh, if you look at the bomb that he attaches to the back of Dinobot's neck, uh, it looks like one of those like little like crawly robots yeah. with the lights on it. Yeah, which is, I like it. I I, I like that little. That's how you know it's tarantulas. Um, yeah. but tarantulas telegraphing his intentions entirely instead of just letting them figure it out. He's like, "Haha, I've placed it." It's very like a uh, manga. It's very shonen to like explain what you did right after you did it very anime yeah and the, um, the, like, the episode of beast wars that this issue is clearly inspired by uh scorponok didn't explain what the cyber bee was oh he shot that some bitch and fucked right and off. Fucked, and fucked off yeah <laughs> and then the maximals had to kind of figure it out and that was part of the excitement but here we got limited page space damn it and uh um eric was listening <laughs> and right. um uh he's like it's a bomb and it's in your uh week the the one place on your back that you can't reach <laughs> have fun smell you later and they retreat shame your little arms can't reach the bomb i just placed on your back bitch <laughs> and then uh because people it's an anime oh, I just now coughed. And, oh. I, I i muted i just coughed and I'm dealing with some chest pain on the right side of my chest, so that made uh, coughing uh, even more unbearable. So I'm not doing a heart attack voice side again. or no, non heart attack side. It's the non heart attack side, oh. so I'm not Whew. that concerned about it. <laughs> um, it's just potentially like lung lung damage. Don't worry, uh, it about could it, be. Folks. I it could be. I got COVID oh, three times in less than a year in this shit. Oh right, <laughs> shithole town with uh shithole activists glowing uh -huh. and that's that's for another episode maybe yeah, we'll, a patron will will talk about the the ever growing fight against local nazis yeah but anyways yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that Nazis, on a, tarantulas <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that on an upcoming uh patreon uh super show yeah um, so he's like, oh, it's on my back. And that's the area where if I transform, it's inside my chest. Yeah, I, I kind of laughed about that. I, d I did too. And I'm like, you don't need to. But I guess the cover, the writer is covering the bases. Like, oh, why not just transform and then grab it off? And if you recall, um, the top of the raptor head is the chest. I mean, so I would have. stands to reason. Well, I'm I would be sure the back of Dinobot is also the back of in his robot form is the back of the raptor in his rap form. I don't. It is. Yeah. See, I would have just said much like in the episode Guerrilla Warfare, the cyber bee, because of where it was, prevented him from transforming. It was on uh, it was on Gary's chest. Yeah. So he could just transform. say that. Yeah. Just do that. It's like, OK, so this thing is stuck to the back of his neck. So therefore he can't transform. How dare you say that the writing from a 25-year-old show that this was based on 
is better than the right. <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, Dinobot ends up going like, oh, it's a bomb. Um, save yourself, Primal. And um, instead of cool collected, like, hmm, how do I, how do we get out of this situation? Uh, Captain Ron is not like that. We've already bitched about Primal not being anything like Primal in any other uh, series. Uh, So we'll move past that. But what he does is he angrily and aggressively runs over to it to try to rip it off of his back. And it explodes. And knocks both of them out. It explodes. Yeah. And uh, we get a POV shot. No. Because for some reason, Dinobot is perfectly fine in the next scene. And uh, Captain Ron wakes up, and uh, uh, Rhinox is there in the med bay. Rhinox is like, well, <clears throat> well, uh, Captain Ronnie, you uh, you were attacked by some Predacons, and they used some newfangled uh, libtard weapon on you. And uh, well, I think you uh, just got to pull yourself up and uh, walk it off, and uh, maybe uh, drink a few beers, and you'll you'll be fine. Oh, there's a little bit of radiation, but you know. Uh, Pull yourself up by the bootstraps, and but, uh, but don't worry about that. You know that'll uh, nothing. Uh, you know, six to twelve beers won't uh, won't solve. And um, Captain Ron wakes up, and he's like, "I don't wear bootstraps," <laughs> and he pun- punches literally punches Rhinox in the mouth. Yeah, he just punches Rhinox out out of nowhere. And Dinah wants to stand in there, like he's expecting this, which is. I like how Dinobot Weird. in the shot is just like leaning on his like <laughs> drill rapier like it's a cane. <laughs> and it was like, hey, that would damage the the blade tip. Whatever. And the floor. And the, no person that practices like fencing would would or that collects swords. Everyone cringed when they when they saw that. That but maybe when he goes around, maybe huh? when he goes into beast mode, uh, his uh, drill rapier is repaired along with the rest of them. Oh, because it does maintenance when they're in beast mode. Yeah. So it's like sharpened and yeah, the edge is refined. Okay. Yeah, in that case, you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. And I'll just <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, fuck the floor of the Axelon. The floor of the Axelon. You can see his like leaning areas because it's just all these scrapes from his. Mm, we're not getting our security deposit back anyway. <laughs> Have you seen, you seen this of piece of shit? Good point. <laughs> what you're saying is, uh, I can pee in the corners. So uh, you yeah, said that was Cheetor. <laughs> oh. Um. Oh fuck. Where I were think we it here? might be time to get the pussycat neutered. He's rat trap's been framing Cheetor by being in the corners. It's Cheetor, he sleepwalks. Oh man, not again. Uh would have been a funnier issue if that was in this, but it's not. Yeah. Um so then there's a bunch of raid mode and raid mode, uh rage mode. And uh yeah, no he goes no the mode. raid redemption over here. No. Uh <laughs> wow, what a very weird obscure ref- reference the raid redemption that movie was really popular like a decade ago yeah i never i always wanted to watch it and i never did 
I've never seen it either. I've just heard that apparently uh, the 2012 Dread film is very similar to it. But it couldn't have ripped off the Raid Redemption because they were made around the same time. Yeah. It was just a weird coincidence. And uh, yeah, uh, Gary goes on an asshole spree. Yeah, Captain and... Ron becomes like a complete prick. He's not just pissed off. like He's like just... pointing at people and like insulting them. Why Personally, am... calling them yeah. losers. Why? I, I'm surprised he didn't start pushing Cheetor around, being like, what, pussy? Huh? Fucking pussy? You want to fight? Come on, you little bitch. Like, who's, this who's rat, a fucking... Stupid who's, rat face. Who's you want to fight? Who's a fucking jungle cat now, you little piece of shit? <laughs> and it's basically like, what he's doing. Pussy cat, big <laughs> boss. Except he doesn't call him that, big bot. He uh, calls him Captain My Captain. Oh, and he's captain, like, captain, my captain. And um, Nix is like, you've, you've never, you've never raised a hand to me before, Dad. Um, and who's this, the clever one? And and, and Rhinox is just like, well, uh, Uncle uh, Rhinox has got to put your Uncle uh, Ronnie in a headlock again. <laughs> Nix, don't worry about it. He he's only going to be this way when he gets into the red energon. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, I told him to keep it the beer, but uh, well, you know how. Your Uncle Ron gets, and he puts him in a headlock, and he's like, "Now, now, calm down. You, 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 you're not you when you're hungry." And then Cheetor gives him a Snickers. You've had you've had too much, Gary. Listen here, you've got to you got to sit down and uh, just uh, walk it off. And uh, Captain Ron's just like, "No, fuck you. I need more, more. Who the fuck do you fight? think you are, fucking cutting me off, you?" fucking piece of shit yeah well got, uh as, as someone who trailer park vibes from this whole fucking scene <laughs> as someone who's uh who's well acquainted and having a few too many i i gotta tell you uh captain ronnie you've uh you gotta settle down I, you're gonna have to go go sleep it off and uh hope she'll take you back tomorrow yeah yeah and uh that <laughs> a little too real <laughs> And then uh, Rat Trap's like, how are you now? Get out of here, man. And uh, Cheetor's like, yeah, yeah, go go take take off. <laughs> and uh, indeed, uh, I think it's, who does he say it is? He's like, this is all your fault. We're stuck here. All of you, if you guys weren't spineless like wimps we and losers, we would have, I feel like the writer was, Eric, were you venting? Is there something? Are we, are we the crew of the Axelon? Oh, and I didn't even think of this. <laughs> because this, this goes on a long time and it's awkward this, and personal. This, this is too much John Cannon now. <laughs> right. Uh, Stupid pussy, shut up. And then, uh, I can't, is it Dinobot? Um, Dinobots realizing like what's happening or whatever um, is like, no, they're all your loyal homies. Like they they they'll stick with you over nothing, and that that makes them great warriors. How how dare this is you? How dare you? How dare you ingest too much red energon and treat them this way? Yeah, you're you, the monster. You're here. like a, a fa- you were like a father to them, and uh, he's like, um, it was Megatron that attacked the ship, and Megatron that pulled us well, into this mission. Well, now I'm like a drunk father. Dino butt. Dino butt. Stupid butt face. 
stupid loser. Think you're so like muscular and sexy. How ironic Ooh. that on a crew uh, with a bunch of like, like scientists, like lose, like Point Dexter losers, that the fucking warrior is the biggest pussy out of all of them. He, there's literally almost a line like that. Pretty that's much, like yeah. Eighty percent accurate. <laughs> and he's like, well, "Go, go, walk it off, primal and." Take, take it out on the true culprit of your rage, Megatron. Captain Ron, just go. I'm telling you, just go sleep it off before you before get you out of here. Before, before you make before me you, do something I don't want to. Before we both do say and do things that we're both going to regret. I'm sure Can you, you tell all. We've been from the the trailer park, <laughs> yeah, folks. And um, he's like, "You're right." Slag you all. No, that's from the show. I don't think. Is, did no. they say slag in the comics? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. And uh, he he monkeys away, and uh, the crew get to talk, King. And um, it's like, well, this is probably from that uh, that red kryptonite. And uh, yeah, because Dinobot Rhinox was, is like, because Dinobot was like, oh, you're not mad at your this uh, your loyal crew who you want to be mad. You're at mad at yourself. Megatron. You're mad at yourself, but who you want to be mad at is Megatron. And uh, Captain Ron being all like fucking like shit faced is just like, yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. Where the where the fuck's Megatron? I'm I'm I'm. Have you I'm ever had to kick manipulate kick his, kick his a drunk rage away from you onto somewhere else? <laughs> I've no, I haven't. This is, I got really good at manipulating uh, certain drunk people. Fuck Megatron. Leave. Where the where the fuck is he? Where the fuck is that piece of where, shit? Where is he, huh? I'm gonna kick Who's his it? fucking ass. Is he here? Is he here? Fucking curb stop. Yeah, him. yeah, he's he's back at his base. Well, fuck all of you anyway. Let go of me. I'm gonna kick his ass. Um, and uh, they they're like, okay, well, Dinobot, how come you weren't affected by the? And he's all like, ah, let's just say <laughs> I'm used to no, <laughs> no. Um, he's like. No, he has a doobie in his hand as he's saying this. He takes it out from behind his ear. Let's just say I'm well acquainted with the red kryptonite. Um, Let's just say I I have a solution to dealing with my anger problems. Say I have a solution. (laughs) That takes a big Mm, joke. Energon beams. Uh, (laughs) But what it is is he goes, I think that a lot of Predacons, or at least myself, and the reason why it didn't affect me is because we've had to face our inner aggression very often. So it doesn't affect us. And he's like, ever since I've been here, I thought that the cat was juvenile and I've wanted to kill the rat ever since I've seen him. But I have to deal with those. And Maximal's don't have thoughts like that and they don't have to deal with their inner rage right and i'm like okay so you grew up in a broken household <laughs> cool you get in line so it, it's basically like um so imagine like if a person who doesn't have like something like add or whatever takes ritalin it like yeah. fucks them up but someone who does it normal stabilizes them stabilizes them so this is kind of like what uh this uh red kryptonite <laughs> slash red energon's doing here 
Yeah, uh, he um, it was a, a, a powder bomb and the powder was Ritalin. <laughs> yeah. And um, Dinobot was like, oh. oh, it's not that big of a dose. And um, Primal was like snorting it off the ground and being like, <laughs> let's go. Woo! I could stay up all night and study before university test. Does if a, anybody has no idea a, what I'm talking about. Does a big fucking rail and he's just like, yeah. Whoa. Woo. Ritalin Woo! was abused in the late 90s, early 2000s uh, by university students back yeah, when it was totally. easier to get it prescribed, which is why, and the story is why it's so hard to be prescribed um, ADHD medication. Um, and it was causing a lot of health problems, but people would take it so they could focus and stay up like long hours and like study. Uh, the problem would be people staying up two days three yeah. days uh people passing out and just and that's not its intent but well, if and also sta- with- also artificially staying up uh multiple days like through the use of drugs can lead to things like psychosis even in people without even with yeah. people who otherwise don't deal with like uh psychosis and paranoia and it has permanent effects on yeah. you that aren't thoroughly studied yet people with adhd um, it lets them focus. So yeah. behave more like a neurotypical uh, person. That's what's going on here. Yeah. He, he snorted some lines of Ritalin <laughs> and um, just doesn't know what to do with himself. And uh, Nyx goes to chase after him and Dinobot's like, no, no, let him go. And I'm pretty sure he did this like two pages earlier when Rhinox went after him and he was like, no, no. Let him go. Well, and unlike in the episode of the show that this issue is clearly inspired by, instead of the Maximals being like, um, Optimus is going to get blown to shit if we send him on a rage quest to go up against the Predacon base. And Dinobot's just like, hmm, oh well, at least Megatron may die. But in this issue, they're kind of just like, oh, okay, cool. Big gulps, huh? Uh, prime you later. later. <laughs> prime you later. And I'm like, you just said they were loyal and that they'd like that the, the best warriors are the most loyal warriors. They just like watch him go. And, okay. and she and Rattrap's just like, man, that guy was always kind of an asshole, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and Cheetor was like, Rattrap? What? Um, well, at least rat in this version, he kind rat, of rat trap, but well, yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they let him go for some reason, and then I don't even remember what happens next. Oh, the trap, right? Oh, the trap, yeah. Uh, so Waspinator back at the Predacon base, Waspinator shows up, and uh, Megatron is doing some science. He's doing a science with Scold, and for the life of me, I don't understand why. Whatever he's welding. He's yeah, doing he's a welding. weld. Yeah. And Scold is holding up this big uh, sci-fi part of the ship. Yeah, why doesn't he just have this on a table or something? Like on, a, on a vice or something to hold it, like, still. Hold, and again, it, ste- this hold is... it steady, Scold. This is delicate work. Yes. And I can't trust it, it to... I can't trust it to the rest of you incompetence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I can't trust it to the rest of you incompetents. And I am like, holding oh, yeah. it steady. I have been for 20 clicks now. Oh, huh, <laughs> I'm surprised you can count that high. Yes. That you was are, a guess. You are an artist after all. <laughs> I am an artist. <laughs> uh. And then Waspinator shows up and is like, Megatron, no, you no, must no. come. Waspinator what? shows up and goes, <clears throat> Huh, yes. Waspinator. Um, no, that's too much like Megatron. <clears throat> Mr. Wa Mr. Megatron, sir, I uh, believe that we uh, caught a Maximal in a trap uh, uh, outside. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yes, you, you might want to see this. And so he starts uh, yes. chasing after us. <laughs> <laughs> Buzz. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> For some reason, I went... Um, um uh Jeff Goldblum went there. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting. Um buzz. Buzz. Uh, uh, I am I'm I I'm a, I'm a wasp, you you see. Uh, wasp, wasps, yes. Zip. Zip buzz buzz. Oh I'll sting ya. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look out. Oh. <laughs> And um, Megatron's I should make like, that like I should make that like a TikTok reel or something. Go go ahead. Yeah. Uh, and Goldblum um, as as uh, as Waspinator as played by Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I'm for it. Uh, but just Jeff Goldblum just acting like himself. Yeah. Um. So Megatron's like, uh, yeah. That's kind Ooh, of wow. weird, but okay. <laughs> and uh, he's mid stride. He's like, "Why didn't you just bring the maximum to me?" And uh, fake waspinator is like, "Who's not making buzz sounds at all?" Like right away, I'm like, "This isn't waspinator." Yeah. <clears throat> um. He's like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh uh, I thought, uh, huh, Captain, that uh, you would, uh, well, uh, there, there it is." And he's like, "What? I don't see anything." Wow, gotcha. <laughs> um, not eye lasers, uh, hand lasers. And, <laughs> and he disappeared. What? And here's the thing. At first I was like, no eye lasers. What are you doing? You're giving him stinger lasers and you're not giving him up. Oh, it transforms into somebody with hand lasers. And right. very often the uh, Japanese Beast Wars have, do have some of them have hand lasers. Iron Man repulsor blasts. Iron Man repulsor blasts. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we get to see who this really is, which is someone much bigger than Waspinator. And it was like a cloaking, a disguise field. It's from Beast Wars Neo. Yes, Beast Wars Neo, the second Japanese Beast Wars show, which we will get to eventually. And at this point, before I was like, oh, man, we're going to do the Japanese ones. Man, I'm kind of so on board <laughs> that was good i'm i'm glad <laughs> yeah I've come so this around. is this is saberback from uh beast saberback. wars neo uh i, I had no idea i had no idea who this was i had to look him up to the trusty tf wiki and i'm like oh it's a character from beast wars neo that that's yeah, cool. what animal is he uh he transforms into some kind of dino yeah um i had brought it up but uh one second here 
I had brought it up as well. Cheers. Uh, polar claw. Oh yeah, people. Polar claw is in this issue. Saberback. Saberback. Yeah, polar claw shows up in a bit. Um. Yeah. So saberback, some sort of dinosaur thingy or whatnot. See the he, one with like the the tribal kind of look. He transforms into a stegosaurus. He's a stego. Right. Yeah. Um, and he's like, ha ha ha! One part of the trap has been, oh right, sorry, sorry. He's a uh, Jeff Goldblum. Ha! <laughs> we got Megatron. Oh well. Uh, well, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, had to zap him, had to give him the old one pow. But uh, hey, uh, uh, Jeff to to Polar Claw. Um, how's your end going? And um, indeed. Um, a very well-spoken polar bear with a British accent. I, for some reason, I pictured him with a British accent, and he was, or like Morpheus, comes out and he's like, "Oh, why in such the big, what, 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 what's, why, why are you monkeying around?" And he's like, "Get out of my way!" Oh, I, I was hoping that a fight would break out. Megatron. And, uh, no, my name is Polar Claw. You are to come with me. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, isn't Polar Claw kind of like very like druid feeling? Oi! A fight. I was hoping for a fight. <laughs> yes, the Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you we will listen? both have some fun, eh? Oi, you you call you call that a fight, Gov, Governor? I'm leaning I'd into like my... that he's Australian more. <laughs> no, I'm leaning into Fucking my Australian polar. Bear. polar bear. You know, because they're so uh, Oi, mate. mate! You call Megatron. that you call all that this Megatron? There are other fish in the sea now. You call that a punch? This is a punch, mate. And um, he ends up beating him somehow. You're monkeying yeah, I guess around. These guys are just stronger. You've been monkeying around too much, mate. <laughs> monkeying around. And uh, <laughs> then he's like, uh, "Polar claw here. I just took out of." And I'm like, you guys took out the strongest leaders of. Also, I'm going to say. What are their, their, their leaders are gods. And uh, P- Polar Claw's face is kind of cute. I think Polar Claw is really cute. They drew him really he, like cartoonishly cute. Yeah, very cartoonishly cute. I'm like. I was like, aw, look at him. He thinks he's people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, well, how does it end? Um, it's just like. I was sent. Now, listen here. Captain Captain Ron, Captain I was, Ron, Captain Ron, I was sent by gods. Yeah, yeah, something bigger than you and I, <laughs> gods. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is Paul. I, I, I'm a radio me mate. I'm a radio me mate over here. The the stego the stego man. This and uh, I'm radioing. This here, this is Polar Claw, yeah? Optimus, oh, Prime, no, huh. Optimus Primal is ours. Oh, the, the Optimus. Oh, wow. Uh, so what you're saying is, uh, is, uh, is uh, things got a little uh, bananas. <laughs> so, to, yeah, well, well, I got the, uh, got the dinosaur. It was uh, really easy. I just took out my hands and uh, one little zow. And, uh, listen, uh, it's too early for all your shimmy shammy, mate. Let's just well, cut give to the me chase. some of that uh, red, 
red uh, energon <laughs> and uh well well maybe i'll calm down a little bit <laughs> listen i i got i got the monkey have you got the dino operation dino uh grab is uh all full steam ahead as it were all right that's the end of the issue mate oh very <laughs> interesting uh who knows what's going to happen from here? No, oh, well, no, we we must go faster. We must go faster. <laughs> oh, so uh, well that yeah. that was uh, 14. issue fourteen of the uh, of uh, of the twenty twenty one IDWB source comic, which apparently is named Primal Rage. Oh, which I kind of dig that. Yeah, yeah. So here. On Too Much Energon, we rate episodes of Beast Wars, Beast Machines, War for Cybertron Kingdom, Japanese animated Beast Wars movies, and Beast Wars comics, even Christmas-themed episodes of Transformers Animated, on the Too Much Energon scale. Oh, and also board games. On the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from not enough Energon, to a sufficient amount of Energon, to Too Much Energon. Basically bad, okay, good. Uh, Cal, what are you rating uh, Primal Rage on the TME scale? I don't know if it's just because we had fun talking about it and it's skewing my scale, or if there's a, what did you say? Um, When you're, you're so used grading, to something. Grading on a curve. A, a curve, yeah. Or if I'm grading on a curve, but uh, there's, there's nothing like offensively bad in, in this one. And it, so it gets a, a, a solid, uh, it gets a solid, uh, a, a low, but solid, sufficient amount of Energon. Yeah, I'm going to echo that. Uh, after I read this issue, I'm like, yeah, that's a sufficient amount of Energon. Especially <laughs> since, like, we, I think we graded the last two issues, no fucking Energon. <laughs> they were so, like, shockingly bad. This was well, actually, like, all right. Yeah wasn't great yeah, got, but like, no complaints but like i want i was hoping most of the issue would be primal in the base like coming out of the shadows and going all like, slap jason Voorhees, like going jason Voorhees, yeah yeah um scraping like his like machete like along the wall <laughs> like uh but no he just gets punched in the head by a polar bear <laughs> and <laughs> a new faction's introduced but also, when would Megatron himself go and do like dirty work, like go to see a Maximal, like that was caught in like one of their traps? Yeah, he'd be he'd like Scorponok, Tarantulas. Bring him to me. Bring him to me immediately. I have certain plans for our de newly captured Maximal. Shears. I'll be in my hot tub. <laughs> Here's my rubber ducky. Where's my rubber ducky? Um, so it I, it the, it it stretches. That's why it didn't get, eh, you know, uh, too much or even like a high sufficient amount. There's still some some um, logical leaps and bounds made, not plot holes, but leaps and bounds made to uh, to make it work. So there you have it: a unanimous sufficient amount of energon. And... Sufficient amount of red energon. Oh. 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 oh, maybe 
Ooh, could Red Energon be a new a new secret hidden rating? Is that like Yeah, maybe Red Energon can be like a secret hidden rating above too much Energon. So if that like would, we watch Well, some... you're giving this You're given Okay. This issue would need to be good. Okay. So Is okay, it replacing so... sufficient? Maybe, <laughs> maybe to to continue on with the whole grading on a curve thing, maybe red energon is something that's actually kind of bad, but like compared to the rest of it, the rest of the run, it's good. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, so there we go. This 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 issue is red energon. It's red energon. It's red it's, unanimous it's, red oh, energon. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay if. Someone with ADHD takes it, but I mean, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't have robot ADHD, then, uh, well, uh, well, well, there it is. <laughs> and you're, you're Jeff Goldblum and, uh, an Australian polar bear. And, uh, Energon, uh, finds a way. <laughs> Energon always finds a way. Energon always finds a way. And that was episode 122 of Too Much Energon. Best way to support the show is to go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're at the single $5 Gary tier. You get access to an exclusive podcast called the Super Lasercomb Patreon Super Show. We just recorded one of those prior to doing this. Uh, you get commentary tracks. You get uh, archival preamble audio and a whole bunch of other stuff. You also get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our other podcast, the Lasercomb podcast. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Follow me on Twitter. I am at lasercomb spelled the same way, or you can follow the show on Twitter at too much energon. Cal, you are at, I am at Neo Cal, N E O underscore K A L. I think uh, same thing on TikTok, Twitch, uh, SoundCloud, um, well, on that note, you can also you can follow me at Christopher Siege on Instagram, or you can add me as a friend on Xbox Live if you want. Oh shit! At, at Lasercomb. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with uh, episode one twenty three of Too Much Energon, where we're going to be talking about uh, issue fifteen of the twenty twenty one ID. Is that the final story. frontier? Uh, no, it's not. This one goes to sixteen. Uh, there are 17 issues in total plus an annual. So next week we'll be doing issue 15, then we'll be, we'll be doing the annual, and then 16 and 17. And then we'll, by God, we'll be done with this. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize there was that much to it. Oh, okay. And then after that, we've got, uh, we're, uh, we're jumping in an Autobot shuttle. And I'm just going to announce it now. We're jumping in an Autobot shuttle and flying across the Atlantic to talk about the Japanese Beast Wars. So look forward to that. That's That'll coming. be a trip. That will be a trip. And, uh, well, until next week, I have been the Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm Cal, your other host. Thanks for listening to your favorite Australian polar bear, yeah? And goodbye. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 ha!